Is it just me or is black people way too inviting, bruh? Prime example. When you hear about black people talking about the issues that's plaguing the country nowadays, they always say brown and black people or black and brown people just try to make us one big conglomerate. And I feel like, you know, black people just need to get our shit together. We need to mobilize, get on one page, and make it do what it do, just so we could be big straight. And with that, that just brings me to my next point. Man, I never really hear Latino people, Hispanic people be on some black and brown stuff or brown and black stuff. Like, we need to unite for the better good for all us people. I don't. Maybe I'm not in them circles, but I don't hear no talk like that. And it just blows my mind how inviting and how goddamn so friendly us black people could be at times, especially about this type of stuff. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo. Nice. It's your boy, Raj Move. Wow, it's your boy, Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Uh, Rumble speaking to my soul right now, man. If he never said anything on an intro that was 100% riding my wave, it was this one. Like, the whole some people way too inviting. I literally have two stories that we're going to talk about today where I put that same comment verbatim. Like, the way I wrote it was, it's a recurring theme that black folks are extra understanding. And, and just that's just what we is, cutting. It's very... Funny that he said that because I think it's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, I mean those those are big facts. You're not wrong when you're right. Um, you know, we always try to include somebody else into our little struggle. Uh, you know, even though you know they might be going through similar things as we go through on a daily basis, but it's not. You know, it hasn't been as long as we have to go through them. You know, and you know you're not wrong when you're right. You know, we always try to invite other people. You know, understand people struggle before we make sure and take care of ourselves. I mean, I done heard, I think, I done heard the whole black and brown thing, and I'm really sitting here like thinking about it. Like, I don't really think brown people struggling because the crazy. And, and if we talk, I mean, I, I'm brown by color, but you know, I guess I'm black by by uh, ethnicity. But so I'm so I guess when they say brown, they're talking about like Middle Easterns and stuff. Because obviously, no. like like Rumble said, they're no, who's brown? Mexicans, Hispanics, man. Hispanics, Latinos. <laughs> That's brown people? You obviously yes, not around man. them circles either. <laughs> I'm not. God damn, dog. Well, yeah. Well, so, oh, okay, cool. Crazy. I always thought brown people was like Middle Easterns and stuff, like people from no, Africa, that's like East Africa or something like that. No, nah, they call them sand um, black people. <laughs> Ooh, well, sand. anyway, I guess, damn, the, I guess uh, the whole thing to me is that uh, Latino people kind of already united. You know, like them people be, them people work hard, man. And, they, and I feel like they got more of a communal a com- like at nature a communal um you know lifestyle than we have like I, I feel like a latino party gonna be have more people at it than a typical black party well that's because they they have more people in a immediate family <laughs> than black people for yes. one um all facts yeah it's it's looked down upon in the black community they have um six kids 
Um, but them little Mexican families that have six, seven kids and they ain't think nothing of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think Rob was speaking to a, yeah, he's speaking to another, uh, just kind of another idea though, that yes. um, just as a people, how like you know when I was in a in a in college, you know my fret, like if a white boy wanted to be in your fret, you gonna let him in, and he gonna be like mm-hmm. ah that's the white boy, and then all the black people on campus gonna be like oh that's that white boy who is signal, and. They're going to know exactly who he is and he's going to be live. Or if it was one white mm-hmm. boy who came to y'all school, he he would be the live white boy at like, oh, yeah, that so-and-so, that white boy, everybody know it. Yeah. It, yeah. It, and I mean, I could give you 30, 40 examples of how that really work in real life, but I just can't see the shoe on the other foot. If the one black dude wanted to be in um, Kappa, 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 they'll be like, or a teak or some <sighs> shit. They'll be like, uh, there'll never be a nigga SCA. Ain't that ain't yeah. that what ain't that what their little slogan was like? They not they don't want you around here. You, yeah. It's not accepting the other way around. And I mean, if a yeah. the the one black dude want to get an MS thirteen, <laughs> they ain't yeah. gonna let him it's in. No, it's well, a, they might. It's an absolute no go. Yeah. Even if he a black, they they even look down on black Latinos like there my skin color Latinos. They even look at them different. You can tell, you know, where I work, they treat them differently. You know, they say little stuff uh, about those, you know, those kids and stuff like that. So. That's a real thing, but they, I think too. I was listening that, to that a documentary to, on that yesterday. Los uh, Maradona on HBO is a fire mm-hmm. documentary, but they kept calling him he a dark skinned Hispanic kid from Argentina, and they kept yeah. calling him a little black kid from the ghetto, a little black kid from the ghetto. Yeah, this is dark skinned yeah. Hispanic. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think that 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 does speaks to our actual soul as black people. How you know after all we've been through, we still do have compassion and and try to include other races, you know what I mean? Whether that's a good thing all the time or a bad thing all the time, you know, we, we do go out our way to make everybody feel invited. Cause if you just, it's, it's a difference between the, being the one black guy at a white party and being the one white guy at a black party. You know, we definitely, like you said, the one white guy, if he has any, any little bit of anything going to be live at our party, but the one black guy at the white people party is, is definitely going to be awkward, you know? And we're much more inviting, like you said. Now, Raj, do you do you agree with that? Um, I mean, I just first, I guess, what the first thing that came to my mind was it depends on what party you're at. Okay. Um, so you know, I think if you in the if you in the hood hood, and it's a white dude at the party, then you ain't gonna be that cool. But uh, a random white dude. But if you in the if you in the you know white white like hillbilly part of town, you know, like it's the same thing. But I feel like if you just around like people like like us, and they got the one white dude that come through, then yeah, he probably will have a little, you know, a little aura shining all around him. Uh, this podcast brought to you by CNH. And then, Shout uh, out. and then, you know, but I, I, I do feel, you know, like I done been in circles with CNH and his crowd. And, you know, I honestly feel like they're happy I'm there, you know, like shit, we got a little flavor in this piece. I so could, I, and I, I think I agree. Know? I think I, I, and I was, that's why I asked you, how you felt about that? Because I know you've probably been in that situation where you've been like the one black guy. But this is something that I'm going to ask and just, you know, take it for what it is. Um, What is the odds, like the odds that the one black dude, the one white dude at a party full of um, black people that somebody going to be like, fuck you, cracker. Or be thinking it. <laughs> or yeah. be thinking it. And what's the odds that the one black dude at a party, they're going to be like, fuck you, nigger. Or be thinking it. I, I just, I not to say everybody yes. like that. I'm just saying no, the no, odds no. are more likely 
that we just yes. gonna be letting that that white boy live and take him in as like yeah. brother brother yeah as opposed what's to the way around that, I mean, what's happening white boy yeah he might get a bunch of white boys you know what's up white boy oh it's the white boys my white boy you can get a bunch of that but it ain't gonna be like hey who's the nigger unless, <laughs> but, but, but unless think we got a hotel with us we might have a hotel nah. with us who might hate him that's no, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that, that could happen. But without, like, just to address that, I think, I think, uh, let's just say, if there's like women involved, uh-huh. um, you know, and mm-hmm. I think if it's a white guy around mm-hmm. and we and he like, you know, all over all of the black women, we'd be like, damn, look, look, you know what I'm saying? Like, we'd be like, man, I ain't know you swung like that. Like, look, check him out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, ooh, but and if, but if you know, on the flip side, I think, uh-huh. I think, I, I do think it's very situational where if you know it's a black guy and it's around and he spitting at a whole bunch of white women around uh and he's the only black guy in that crowd that there probably would be some eyes on him like it wouldn't yeah. be like damn he taking all our women or damn like i don't like seeing that like it wouldn't it would be it would be that like it wouldn't yeah. we wouldn't treat it we wouldn't we would treat it way differently than i think they would treat it as a whole looking at it as a whole i think that's a very 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 good point and i think that's that analogy kind of speaks to everything rumble said that I think that black people are just kind of way more inviting, way more putting down our guard, way more accepting of other people than uh, than other races. And I, I mean, it's it's something that I mean, you know, black the black man is king. A lot of times, I think you go through such poverty and and, and oppression over years, and not necessarily poverty, but just oppression over years. That sometimes you just become like you become above a lot of stuff, um, or above hating as a as a people. And I think that that's pretty. That's a cool. Um, characteristic for black people but you know what i'll tell you some things that burned my boot this week the first thing that burned my boot this week is christian mccaffrey and this speaks directly to what we talking about right now the way white sports commentators feel about christian mccaffrey is the way that black women feel about travis kelsey christian mccaffrey burns my boot i mean i'd really like to know why i don't know what that i don't understand i thought i didn't know he was through talking I, well, I, no, I was it. That was it. I mean, the whole <laughs> the Travis Kelsey part is exactly how the the phenomenon we was just discussing that black women love Travis Kelsey and black dudes be like Travis Kelsey live, like just. I think man. Travis Kelsey's live. Yeah, I mean, I think so too. But that's and his name is Killer Trav. <laughs> I've on seen, I follow his Insta. Yeah, that man is live. So the way black women feel about Travis Kelsey is the way white sports commentators and slash white men feel about Christian McCaffrey. Like, he can do no wrong. That man is the shit. Like, I, they want to know how that man dictates. Like, period. Right? <laughs> and you know, they'll you say know, let stuff me give like, you... that man is better than Kamara. And, and it's ridiculous. That's, that's he is, nice. he is nice. He is nice. But you cannot yeah. always just, because that man, he, he get the same Luka Dantes treatment. Like, because you white, like them boys supposed to be liver than what they actually is. That's all I got. For well, me. let me let me tell you. Let me give you my analogy. Like just mm-hmm. I guess how kind of kind of spitting on it how you are. Um, I think I think <laughs> that they feel. I think that it's more like a Tiger Woods situation. Because huh. like who would have ever thought that you know a black what call it what it we call it what it is a black man would be you know the best uh, among the best in um you know at, at that at that position you know like playing golf. <clears throat> Christian McCaffrey. A, so you just said something about being better than Kamara, and I'm of course a homer. I take Kamara, but I mean, bro, like you, I mean, his body of work speaks for itself. The dude is nice. Like he he could be in the Stop. argument for being the best running back in the league right now. Stop. So I'm not. I'm kind of not with you on this. <laughs> Stop. I mean, look. The thing is, the thing I'm not. is, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. But 
and numbers don't lie. And I know you're going to think that his numbers are what, like, but I bet if we did a deep dive, like last week, when Kamara and and Zeke Elliott was running in the, um, these dope defensive lines and had 18 touches and 20 touch, well, not 18 carries. Um, Zeke Elliott probably had like something like 23 touches, 24 touches, and Kamara had 20. Christian McCaffrey had 37 touches. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. they literally give him the ball every play. He's going to break down. And I mean, and I'm, I'm saying all of that just to say that, yes, the numbers are going to be there if you give somebody the ball 37 times. And that all goes into the same thing. Like, oh, he's like the sports at the top five highlight last week was him catching in a bobbling pass for a three yard game on mm-hmm. second and 10. And that was like a mm-hmm. six yard. I mean, like it was it was like literally the number he's like great. three play on. the. Yeah. I'm like, that is OK. I just, okay. I just think it's so. I think they they so happy to have a, a white running back that is as good as the, the running backs of the past or running backs now. So they yes, I'm saying yeah. So they gonna hype them up to make like, hey, we, we got us one. We got that. That's their one. That's their one. <laughs> they gonna hype them up, man. I, I do mean, feel. So. I think that he probably like if there's a usage rating in football, I think he does have a high usage rating. But if anything, what I'm saying is is I think that he's actually good. I think that he could be good on any team. I who, think he's who good would burn too. My who would burn think, my boot uh, would be somebody like Rex Burkhead. Like somebody that like we just trying to get like we we the Patriots and we want a white running back that's above average, but they got better running backs out there. So Christian McCaffrey is is special. So they and I'm just gonna say this. Christian McCaffrey doesn't burn my boot Christian McCaffrey stands burn my boot But just what you said, just you said Rex Burkhead, it made me think about this. I saw a thing the, uh, the today talking about how no, people, uh, wide receivers in the 80s, there will never be, like, who's the best wide receiver in the NFL in the 80s? Like, who wears a number in the 80s? And it took me, like, a second to think about it, and everybody was like, nah, he don't wear a number in the 80s. He don't wear a number in the 80s. And the name I came up with was the name they came up with, and it was like, there's only one answer to that. Did, did either one of y'all think about it in that time period? No. It's Jarvis Landry. And, like, that's it. Ain't nobody else wear no numbers in the 80s. Everybody else wear numbers in the teens. So they were showing like how everybody is like like firing them. And they showed the most fire person in every 80s jersey in the like like last decade and every fire person in the teens jerseys now. So it was like number 11, Larry Fitzgerald. Number 12, they had Brandon Cooks. Number 13, mm-hmm. they had Michael Thomas. Like, and they had like mm-hmm. each, who's the, like Michael Thomas better than Odell them. So like that was live. So they had all of the, the cats in the teens. But then the, the 80s people, they had like Welker as the top 83, Joe Jerevicious as the 87. They, had, they was putting white boys in there. They had like three or four white boys. And I was like, they forcing? Like, like really? That's the best receiver? Is this Wes Welker? I mean, maybe Wes Welker was the best 83. I can't think of another. But maybe, maybe not. Anyway, stands for them boys. Burn my boot ass. I'm not going to be as accepting um, as black people normally are in this thing. Um, another thing that burned my boot ass this week is people who FaceTime in public. And myself, <laughs> me and Raj actually was doing it the other day. I was burning my own boot ass while I did it, man. What are y'all thoughts on people who um, FaceTime in public? Just have I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna take this. Your phone, it buzz on. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't. I don't have that. I don't have no. No, like I don't. I do have fancy headphones, but I don't have fancy headphones that I like to roll around with. I just usually use them in the house. Um, this podcast brought to you by Spence. No one will Facetime you more than Spence. Like mm. he don't. He that's his prime means of communication. 
It's not call. It's not text. It's not snap. It's not Insta. It's FaceTime. No doubt. So that man FaceTime, like I, whenever he call, like I'm, I'm FaceTiming and I think it's cool. I don't think that there's anything wrong with FaceTiming. And if I got to put the phone up to my ear, now granted FaceTiming in public in a loud place is kind of <laughs> stupid to me, but like if I'm in the mall in like a semi loud place where I might be able to find a little kind of cool pocket in the corner of Dillard's, then I'm cool with that. Like I don't, I'm, you I'm walking around FaceTiming though? I'm walking around FaceTiming and then maybe I want to have me a little, I'm not going to have an hour long conversation, you know, while I'm in the mall anyway. So I'm going to find a quiet place, but on my way there, I don't mind being on a FaceTime. It does not burn my booty as well. In a public place, bro, just, just have you some AirPods or some earbuds in and I'm cool. The concept AirPods of- burn, AirPods burn my booty. <laughs> Well, there's that. You headphone guy now. You so you say eventually if you go FaceTime in public, you gotta be headphone guy. So both of y'all saying. So, oh, I mean, yeah, you got to be that. Well, then that that whole that whole setup burns my booty. The whole the whole thing cutting the boy with the beats on with the FaceTime. Just wait. Not man. the beats. AirPods or 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 the little, little string that FaceTime is for in the hotel room on the sofa, <laughs> in the call maybe. You know what I mean? That's FaceTiming time. Not while you're walking around. I'm just not with it. Another thing that burned my boot at this week is it's much safer in the car to FaceTime. Okay. Who burn who um post them grades <laughs> when when them grades ain't live. Now I'm not about to just <laughs> call nobody out in particularly. But we was laughing uh, when I, we saw a little screenshot and it was like Algebra ninety one, English three, seven and nine. <laughs> chemistry 85 Spanish 80 History 88 PE 90 Football 98 Yeah 98 Yeah that was terrible Something else um, 82 And I You know we did the math And I was like Bro that's two A's I mean and this is I mean this, I guess this is This grading scale I'm, I'm just going 80 to 100 90 to I mean 80 to 89 90 to 100 I don't know what the grading scale is But it seems like Two A's Four B's And a C like, it's not loud uh, enough to post to me. It's not even honor roll. Like, I can see if it was honor roll. <laughs> like, they got a name. They got a name for it. They don't have a name when you make a C. <laughs> you know, an honorable mention or nothing like that. Like, it's honor roll. It's A's and B's. Like, we all know that. <laughs> I don't I don't yeah. know, man. I don't I don't understand it. I saw it. I was like, no, that's not. And then Lowe's hey, said, like I- Go ahead. You, you don't know where that man came from, man. You don't know that man journey, dog. That boy might have <laughs> just had all Fs. It probably, yeah, Fs. boy, it probably was your poor time. That boy jumped to the, you know what I mean? Well, then, the if that's the case, then she should have posted that next to that and been like, look, look, the comeback Put it in is context, real. Huh? You now you, me? Put now it you playing me, though. <laughs> now you playing me. You're not supposed I, to let, no, no, no. I had them Fs. No. Not, not look that boy. He almost it, got the honor <laughs> You know what you should have put? Damn the roll. You should have put, if you know, you know. That's what you should have put. Hashtag, if you know, you know. And then the people that caught it, the people that, that know, they know that he had Fs. But don't try to play me and put my Fs on Facebook. No way. Don't put my Cs on there either. I feel you on that. <laughs> Mama? Kind of, yeah, I, should, I mean, I, I feel should. like you can't really, to address it, I feel like you're really not supposed to post nothing like, Unless it's remarkable. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless it deems a remark. Like, that does not... Those grades are not remarkable. 
It was a pedestrian. Yeah. <laughs> Cutting. I sh- I should have put H O N R, and then in parentheses A B L E mention, and then close parentheses roll. <laughs> Like honor roll in all caps, but honorable mention roll. Like, like I, I like that, Raj. Uh, almost roll. I should have put that as my comment. jelly roll. It's a jelly roll. <laughs> Ta- yeah, cutting. Yeah, any any kind of egg, roll. Egg roll. Yeah, cutting. It, it wasn't. It wasn't what we needed. What we needed it to be to be posted. So it is what it is. Last thing that burned my boot out this week, man. Is um any steak that isn't well done. Mm. I mean, I, I get that you want to be cultured, and you want that thing mm. medium rare and 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 bloody. And I want the oh, yeah. No, I, I, I like need Yeah, kind of, I mean, all I'm saying is anything, any steak that's not well done burns my booty. That's me. I'm watching. You. you be well, you, don't you be chewing steak. bubble gum on your steak. Yeah, you chewing bubble. I like a medium well, just a little pink, man, so it's still tender. You uh don't know how to eat steak. Okay, that's fine. That is that is perfectly fine. You eat ketchup on your fries, I don't. That means I don't know how to eat my fries. That just means I don't eat it like you do. I'm telling you what burn my booty. I mean, you, I, that that's actually the same thing as if you said any steak without A1 sauce. No, like we're talking about, we're not talking about what I put on the steak. We're talking about how the steak is cooked. I think that we all have a general idea of how we like our fries to be cooked. <laughs> it's usually in the same ballpark. No. Okay. So I do have a good question to go right with this then. Oven okay. or microwave, dog? Like corn dogs, hot pockets, anything. Are you that kidding you me? To, I'm asking the you. The oven question. is always like don't even that's not even that's the same thing as asking me about the A1 versus the ketchup. The oven is always gonna be better. Like the well, oven gr- will be better. Star, the microwave the- is quicker. This podcast brought to you by Grandpa. I said he like I gave him a corn dog when he came in the other day. And he was like, "Ooh, this thing crispy, this thing good." I said, "Yeah, bro, it's a corn dog." And I said, "You didn't put that thing in the microwave?" I'm like, "No. Why would I put a corn dog in the microwave? How lazy do I look? I will wait 30 minutes to eat 45 seconds worth of corn dog." I- <laughs> just so it's crispy. Just so it's crispy. <laughs> of course. That's what I'm saying. So what I think you should start doing Go, is eating your steak less than well done. So that that's microwave steak. <laughs> I think that they cooked in the oven. I think that they cooked mm. through crispy. No. No. <laughs> too no. I think you just made my point, right? <laughs> I didn't. I think you just made my point. Well, we can agree to disagree, cutting. That's that there's like, a cutting. way to eat a steak, just like there's a, or a better way. Let's say a better way to eat a steak. Some people just like, like there's a better way to eat a corn soggy, dog. Soggy, cutting. Some people like they soggy cereal, cutting. I like my cereal fresh. I try to um, um, some, um, um, um. some people like sugar grits, and some people <laughs> like, like stuff salt. wrong with them. I like salt. You like? I know grits. you like salt because nothing's wrong with you. Oh, and I just <laughs> think that you just don't know yet. <laughs> no, man, I'm, I'm I do not. Cutting. When I look at a, a steak and it's like a little pink inside, it, it gives me the same feel as somebody fries some chicken and I'll bite it and it's pink inside. It's totally not the same animal. Totally different. Totally different. Totally I know it's not different, the same but that's animal. how I feel. That's the feels I that's get. That's disgusting. That's the feels I get. Same feels. That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> same vibes, huh? Y'all boys don't hear me, man. Them boys don't hear me, though. Before we get into the topics of the week, the biggest topics of the week, one time for the one time. 
One time for the great state of Louisiana, man. Listen, if you <laughs> rock with Louisiana, boom, boom. you can celebrate boom, boom. the fantastic streak that our Louisiana football teams have been on. And we culminated it with dominating the Thomas, Thomas. Um, <laughs> community Thomas. at large. Oh, there you go. Thomas. And every clown Cowboys fan is Thomas. on hush mouth for the foreseeable future. And uh, it's black and gold to the Super Bowl. I feel like black and gold going back to the Super Bowl. That's all mm. I got to say about that, man. Big win, boy. Big <laughs> win. I was throwing petty parties. Hey, I woke up Monday, petty as hell. Just every Cowboy fan DM I was putting the Florida Lee in there. Every last one of them. But they got some, got I'm going to just say this. They got some very, very aggravating Cowboys fans out there. Thomas. Like, them uh, boys, I saw something on Facebook one time and it said, who's more aggravating, Facebook, I mean, um, Cowboys fans or Saints fans? And of course, the Cowboys fans Thomas. showed up to say that. Yeah, Saints just, fans was more aggravating. And that's aggravating up. to me. <laughs> showed up in force. That's aggravating to me. Of course you're going to say Saints fans are aggravating because you don't get it. You don't understand. This podcast, I want to say this. I'm not going to say why, but this podcast is brought to you by CP. Just look down that man's timeline and see why people ain't fans of the Saints that live in Louisiana. And he got the answer for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it was all of that to say, man, it was is exceptional. The season, if Drew wasn't hurt, and even with Drew hurt, like, only thing that would have iced the cake is if we could have pulled off that game against the Rams too. But at this point, mm. how could you even complain about anything at, no. at this point? Cutting like we gonna have our Hall of Fame quarterback back in about th- four weeks, two weeks. We, yeah, we 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 yeah. Drew probably gonna be uh, massaging that finger, ready to go. So I, did you see him on the sideline? That's what made me so hyped. Drew's on the sideline getting that thing ready the whole time, doing the Uncle Herb, doing the Uncle Herb, <laughs> rotating that finger. <laughs> Shout out Uncle Herb and Zay Young. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Hey, man, look, one of the big Uncle stories we want to talk about this week, I definitely want to throw this out there because we are talking a little sports um, right now, but we're going to get into some things that are definitely um, culturally impactful and things that are um, just really, really big news stories of the week and give our unabashed opinions on those. But I want to start with the Fair Pay to Play Act. Fair Pay to Play Act. Um, so... The Senate, California Senate, unanimously passed Senate Bill 206, which is the Fair Pay to Play Act, and it allows college football and college sports, college athletes, I'm sorry, not just college football, and I'm, it's part of the problem me saying that, but all college athletes in um, in the state of California to be able to pay, be paid for um, the use of their name and likenesses, um, jerseys, all the rest of that stuff. They can sign autographs, all of that, right? The bill was um, signed into effect by Governor Gavin Newsom on, uh, I guess, it was, no, she said it was on the shop, right? Yeah. Yeah. So well, I mean, it showed, I shot a, sc- a screenshot of it, yeah, when he was talking yeah. to him with the paper. Yeah, and he signed the paper. He actually, like, physically signed the thing into um, on the shop because, you know, LeBron got enough money to be like, hey, come on here and you can do it on here. Yeah. Um, fake, fake sign some paper right here. Right. Um, the bill <laughs> goes into effect on January 1st, 2023. Uh, there's a lot of split opinions on this sure. house bill. But it seems like it could be one of the first, um, well, not the first. The first domino was Ed O'Bannon years ago saying he wanted to get paid off the video games. And that was 
ages ago in. Um, now we kind of looks like it's kind of coming to fruition after about 20 years to get to the point where it's like, all right, now we starting to maybe tumble the system that is the NCAA in a real substantial way. Um, Los, what are your immediate thoughts on this? Um, this, this? I mean, I, I I don't see anything wrong with it. I think the, the pushback is going to come from those sports who really, they really don't use their likeness as much. Um, they won't be getting in, you know, those athletes who don't get it and, you know, who don't get their likeness used. But I think long as they're profiting off your name or making money off your name, you should be, you're entitled to some of that money. Um, I don't know how they're going to balance it where only certain people, you know, you can't, I don't know how they going, how the wages would be. That's my only question. Like, um, say if I go to Texas Southern or Southern, you know, HBCU. That's not and in And you California. go to USC. Oh, you yeah, no, okay. I'm not, yeah, you go to USC. And let, I'm just, I'm just saying hypothetical if Texas, you know, cause they're, they're saying other states are getting involved. So, uh, it's coming out of the pipeline of other states. So uh, if you had a smaller school and they're using your likeness just the same, you know, how, how do you determine who's get who get pays the most? I, I don't or think it's now. Correct me if I'm wrong, Raj, but I don't think it's like a if the university is selling your jersey per se. That well, maybe that's a part of it. But that's your jersey, your your picture. Yeah, yeah, but money, it's right. more like your your own. Like you're able to profit off your likeness. Like I don't know how it goes with the the school selling the jerseys. I think that would just be based upon like some kind of a percentage that's negotiated like uniformly across campuses or whatever and you would that'd be something that you'd figure out before you went there but i'm i'm thinking so it's, like based, it's based off your likeness yeah yeah it's based but off like, your likeness and mm-hmm. if and if i'm number seven at usc and they selling number seven jerseys that's my likeness well that's like kind if y'all of, got that's a tough one because if everybody went number seven at lsu you know what i mean like that like are you buying but that for net or are you buying that tyron matthew or are you buying that you no, it's the guy, it's the guy. The, it's, it's whoever's playing right there at that moment i mean i would think that's so, the but. thing when you're when you have a star that's typically and now, now at lsu what you see a lot of on the shelves is seven and 18 jerseys mm-hmm. but most of the time seven and 18 are the best players when Fair you enough, go to man. other other places you see the jersey number of the person like especially if it's a new jersey the jersey per the jersey of the person that is the star player Fair so enough. the team i anticipate Right. So my my initial thoughts, just as far as how it's going to impact the NCAA is, is if I'm Leonard Fournette and I was thinking about going to LSU, I'm not anymore. I'm going to a school in California so that Absolutely. I can make this bread mm-hmm. right Absolutely. now. Yeah. So no, I just every think other state that has they, to, yeah. They got to fall. They're coming. Like it's they're, it's they're not going to be one of it's those coming. things where it's gonna, they're going to be able to just linger it on in California. Just gonna, No, because yeah. California going to be unfair. It's going to be unfair to go as and, fire and the, out there the, and yeah, the, the, I get paid. <laughs> the flip side of that, too, is the NC2A is still fighting back on that, too. So they're threatening to, when kids Keep start doing out. that, mm-hmm. yeah, to, or, or try to suspend those kids who are doing that, you know, who are making them without their likeness. Like, so I think what's going to have to be is everybody going to go ahead and jump all in on this so they well, won't I, be able I to. I don't know. I didn't hear the thing about suspending the kids, but I did hear definitely that they were going to try to take California schools out of the Pac-12 and out of the NCAA because it's like they unfair recruiting advantage and unfair this and that. So it's basically like the national championship wouldn't like have any Cali schools. And it's kind of like, so what would they do? Cali schools just play against other Cali schools. Like that's what the NCAA would try to do. They would try <laughs> to be like, district. they'd be like, well, nah, we can't, whatever. But shit, the thing is then five or six other states get get together and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't mind watching Delaware against um, oh. Oregon against Cali. Yeah. If, if all the lavish people going to the, like if Zion playing against Lamelo yeah. Ball over there, like I'm yeah. watching that. 
Like, what, yeah. what channel and then that's they coming want, on? Then, they, then they mess around and box the NC2A out. Mm-hmm. Box them out. Now, you got to pay us to come. You got to pay us to get the rights to our, you know, our athletes now. You know what I'm saying? To our, to our television and all that. So, yeah, they, they don't want to do that. Los, you did say it's that some of those other way. athletes who not making the money would, would hate it. I don't understand why they would, though. Like, if you... I mean, if just because... Like, okay, let's, just say, like, let's, let's say this. Like, say if I play care? tennis, right? If I play, if I play tennis, right? Yeah. And and my I have I have a, a one little poster on the school or a board on the school or whatever, and I might not be getting the same money. Uh, Leonard Fournette cousin got or somebody you know a big time football player got, you know, and I, some people would they gonna be jealous about that man. Like so you gotta realize they because they they feel like they they feel like they they feel like the athletes too and they want money. They had a big thing about how uh they had no they had a big thing uh a few years ago about how uh, athletes were feeling about how the football and basketball players and programs are getting treated next to the uh you know lesser I guess lesser uh revenue sports. But I get what you're saying, was, but I don't get the I don't I don't. Personally, I don't agree that that would be a thing because if that would be a thing, that would already be a thing. Well, like when LSU get in that locker room and it's like you could be mad all you want, but I mean they at a at a point, yeah. Revenue producing no. sports are gonna get more money, so I don't. They help they help you out, yeah. Yeah, I don't I'm, think I'm that, saying I'm not. I understand. I don't agree with it, but I'm saying how people feel. I'm not agree. Yeah, I, I think it's stupid. Also, they got they got a such thing. They got a such thing where certain sports in college, like a lot of sports, like baseball, like and that's a big sport. They don't make money, so the football team pretty much carries the mm-hmm. athletic program. Them. Yes, or the basketball yeah. team at Duke is probably yes. carrying the football team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, like I get it. This is this is what I think. I don't. I, I think that NCAA athletes, and I'm saying this, and I and I, I kind of like I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm gonna regret saying it, but I'm saying it that um, that that athletes and the like are have been oppressed by the NCAA for so long, and that this is the revolution. That the NCAA probably could have fixed a long time ago if they would have figured out a way to properly compensate players. If they'd have did that when it was when it was the time to do it, then we wouldn't have mm-hmm. came to such a radical, you know, like such a radical like um, way to to try to figure it out. So yeah. if you know, I always thought I always thought that there should be some sort of you know money or trust fund or something like that for a, a college athlete. You know, after he made you so much money, that should be waiting for him if he decides to like graduate. Like, if a college athlete just leaves school after his freshman year, then I don't think he should necessarily get paid by the university. But if he stays there for four years and gives you his blood, sweat, and tears, and maybe wins a bowl game, and then just goes off and now he's working at Enterprise for the rest of his life, and I think that that dude should make a little bit nah, of money. I, I disagree with that. If that man made you like, say, let's take Vince Young for instance, right? Vince Young made UT so much everything. In Austin had number 10 on it in his picture. All right. He didn't make nothing off of that. I think no matter how long he stays there, if you're making that school money directly off your likeness and people are buying number 10 just for because it's Vince Young number, they had Vince Sanders, they had all kind of stuff with that man's name and his likeness, his pictures. He was bringing, you know, all kind of stuff to the university. I just he think should, make, he should make money off that. I don't know. There's a certain, I, it doesn't there's a certain like thing to say about college but, sports. Yeah. It's college. Yeah. Like, it's no. supposed to be. I think that it should have an essence to it. I think that you should go there and, and, and it's, I think that the way that the system was built is imperfect, but I think that there's some things about it that makes it what it is. If, if all the players was just getting paid, then it would be professional. Like it would, it people would be trying to chase the money. It would, it, it wouldn't be fun. It wouldn't be as fun as it is. So listen. At the sh- end of the day, I think that, that you guys are point. both saying like I don't. There's no, I don't think either one of y'all are arguing that these people shouldn't be compensated off of 
people yeah. making billions of dollars off of their likeness and images and stuff. Yeah. And it's an open market. So if somebody mm-hmm. wants to go sign an autograph and get some money for it and or whatever it is, or they y'all are peddling my jersey and I get some money for it, that must mean I'm good. Like, yeah. and if anybody else is drove that they're not getting paid, that's because they're not good. And True. like that's capitalism. That's America. So can't nobody really yeah. be mad about that. Like if you if nobody asking you for your autograph online or yeah. whatever it is or endorsements, like they're not because mm-hmm. that's another part. That's your likeness. Like a big booster could be like, ah, come on, um, whoever it is, come on, um, Joe Burrow. We want you to to be the like for clearly commercial for my car line. Yeah. And yeah, we'll give you we'll a Bentley. And yeah, and we'll give you a million dollars. Like, like they could do that. I mean, That's gonna be crazy. Like they could do that. But they're not That's gonna, gonna do gonna it for be nuts. They're boy. not gonna do it for the garbage, a little garbage quarterback somewhere. So cutting, you gotta be good. Yeah. yeah. Part of it's being yeah. nice, cutting. That's it's gonna be oh, they're they gonna they gonna and that's another recruiting tool too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for school. It's gonna it's gonna be if they they gonna have to kind of get it under control. It's gonna get it's gonna get crazy. You gonna have some kids in a nineteen or eighteen year old sophomore in college, you know, might have a few M's under their belt. They good, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. But what's unfair about that? And and I say it from this standpoint, nothing. If you like, good, nothing. Some of them kids are young men or whatever it is. Like when like Troy David, Troy Troy is that his name? Troy David, Troy Troy. Who, who was the guy's name who run the Heisman Trophy from? Um, from Troy Smith, Troy Smith from Ohio Troy State. Smith, yeah, um, like, yeah, he was in the league. He had a little cup of tea in the league for the um for mm-hmm. the Ravens and and a couple of maybe he managed to play for another team, like, but he would have made like the most money he ever made that yes. senior year in, in college, college yeah. when he was winning big games for Ohio State and yeah. like he peaked in. Some people peak mm-hmm. in college, like you yeah, gotta let them boys like cutting. If mm-hmm. and if they making millions when the year that I'm live. Come yeah. on, please. Come and you know what? That, that's actually a great point because that might be his, like, that's his peak. That's the best he going to do. He might, like he did, he got to the league. He might have did four, maybe five years in the league, you know, made a little money. But he would have, he would have been, you know, I don't know where he is now of how he managed the money, but he definitely would have been straight straight if he'd have made money off his like from his senior year. And I think that's the great thing about it. And I, I think kids might stay in school a little longer too. You know, you might oh. not rush out as fast. Like the ones who, you know, to go. Oh yeah, that makes sense. That make a lot of sense yeah. right there. Like you the ones who, like, hey man, I know I'm not gonna be. I'm an option quarterback. I might as well stay four years. Let me get this four years. I, I'm making. I'm making about what, 500 thousand, know, almost a million a year off my likeness. Let me sit here, man. <laughs> make all this money. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't see why. Taking not. online classes, give me a little degree. I mean, it's a sign of the times, man. America is a changing, man. Another big thing that is changing in America these days is, um, man, let's talk about it, man. The the vaping epidemic, man. Listen, and I use the word epidemic real purposefully Mm -hmm. because whenever something happens in a community and certain communities are affected, it becomes an epidemic in America. Um, And you know that I'm referencing the opioid epidemic, that when it was Mm -hmm. just a heroin problem we lock all of the lock them all up throw away the key if you're selling it off you're using it you're going to jail but now it's a certain different demographic who is affected by the opioid crisis quote unquote (laughs) opioid epidemic um now we want to we want to go over there and give them all um treatment options and how can we get these people better because they're sick these type of things happen so they're victims now they're victims now right (laughs) now vaping is the epidemic right and this has been a thing for like the last 
two months. We got some personal stories. We got some other things that's going on here. And I'm just curious because I want to talk about it, man. Um, so I saw a news story maybe yesterday morning that said a 14th person in America has died um, due to a vaping-related illness. And over 800 people have been injured. Um, and basically, this is what's going on. So if you use a vape pen, which I occasionally do. Um, yes. People. Yes, do I. Yeah, people will come and I mean I know Rod, you didn't you didn't you have a pin somewhere. Um people will come up to you and say, Hey man, you need to put that pin down, man. You hear people dying. Or people is dying and, and, and that's kind of a common refrain. Like cigarettes um, Raj, out here. Raj, what are no your bodies. thoughts? What's your your initial thoughts on the whole idea of, hey y'all, y'all need to stop vaping because people dying. Uh, I, I'm a, <clears throat> so I don't vape to the point where I can blow trick. I can blow like a statue out of uh, out of vapor, <laughs> and I think that's the people. Well, that's some of dying. the people, no, no, no. Some of the people who got hurt, and I can refute that. Some of the people who got hurt mm-hmm. and died, like they said, it was the first time using it, and they hit something, yeah. and then automatically went to the hospital. So that's not mm-hmm. that. But go ahead. Damn, well, I mean. My lungs, my lungs are a little stronger than theirs. I don't know what it is, bro. I honestly don't know. I don't know why. Um, that's that's yeah, that's crazy to me. I mean, water vapor. I figure I could inhale a little bit of water vapor. I mean, I didn't had a steamy shower before, so I just didn't ever think that that was gonna hurt me. Um, um. So I guess I, you know, I feel, I feel like I'm gonna continue to vape. I'm just not gonna do overdo it. I don't know. I don't want the bubble. I heard you like it's like bubble lungs or something like that. I don't want bubble lungs, but um, I just don't think I'm gonna catch that. Just like I don't, I don't oh know. My God, it's, I, I love plus it. it. I, I, we gotta change the co- insert different context. Right? Oh yeah, I'm gonna keep raw dogging. Oh, <laughs> I just I'm think, gonna catch I just think my immune system real good. I don't think I'm gonna catch it. I'm gonna catch bubble lungs. <laughs> Yeah, I just and they smell better, you know. Like, I think that's a big thing. I think that the, I think that big tobacco, if that's a, if that's a such thing, big tobacco found a way to like oh. make the ep- the epidemic. That's what and, I think. And, oh. and attract the youth because oh. it's cool. I don't think that. No, I think I think my my position. I think big tobacco is like hold on, don't forget about cigarettes. Like hold on, you know. I think cigarette sales went down. People started vaping. Instead of smoking cigarettes and all those things, and they like my thing is this: How many bodies do cigarettes and cigars have? And y'all gonna take the, yeah, they got buku 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 bodies, you know what I mean? So now you take this little stuff that's happening, and the things that's that's hurting people aren't the actual the FD uh with the FDA whatever those people are. They're uh they're approved um merchandise. It's the people who are making that stuff in house using I think it's some type of vitamin E oil or some type of E oil that they're heating up and, and making people sick and stuff like that. So it's the kind of fake uh, cartridge and fake oils that are getting people sick. It's not the one that's uh, approved by the USDA, whoever the people, whatever it is. Well, uh, they said it's, not that, the, it's not them. They said that 80% of the, the sicknesses are from THC-related um, um, chemicals, and only 16% yeah. are, are nicotine-based chemicals. So it's overwhelming majority is people who try to blow that herb out of it. And not people who like just smoking kind of like a jewel pen or whatever the case is. Yeah. But the biggest issue, like you said, is the chemical. Because sometimes mm-hmm. it's different chemicals. And if you're getting a chemical from what? Everything I've read. If you're getting a chemical right from the distributor, like you you use whatever it is, um, a blue or whatever one of those things yeah. is. And you go straight from like blue.com and it comes from a, repu- a reputable dealer. Mm-hmm. Then you should be fine be because it's whatever it is. But 
if you go head on and like, oh man, I'm at this little corner store and they got some stuff like, nah, don't use that blue, use that yellow. Yeah, I got that yellow. Yeah. It, fit, it fit the blue yeah. just perfect. And I got yeah. it from my little people. Like that's the that's ones who where it's like necessary. And the same and the same for the TA same for the little weed pens too. Uh, you know, they make the little king uh weed pens. They you know, you can they buy in a packaging, but somebody's at home just making the little oil off there and trying to stretch it and putting different things in there to make, you know, make a hundred of them, two hundred of them, you know, two hundred uh pods. So uh I think that's what's going on with that. When I heard chemical I, burns yeah. on people's lungs, cutting I don't know why I thought it was like cutting like like you're smoking an alternator cutting and it's like you get um like like when you smoked it in, you got a little piece of metal in your lungs. Is what I was thinking. Yeah. Like for the longest, that's kind of what I was envisioning. But in reality, it's kind of, it's no chemicals. Like, like I guess having all girl cousins, if you say chemical burn, I was thinking if somebody's smoking a burn. Oh, even. <laughs> no, you got to scratch though. You don't get a chemical burn till you scratch. So say you, you cough two times. You got to cough. That's like I guess that's scratching. So you cough two times and then smoke. Now chemical burn. No chemical burn. You got to let it sit on your lungs for a little while. Then you got to rinse real quick before. <laughs> rinse, you got to drink some water. You put some Vaseline <laughs> on your lungs before you smoke. Is that what it is? <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It's an interesting thing. Los, what do you think your long-term um, connection is going to be with vaping? Because I mean, I know that and I, I know that at a point, you and I used to sit around and smoke black and miles all the damn time. It was yeah. like, we smoke blacks, man. You got a black, mm-hmm. man. We're going to sit down. We're going to smoke as a black. And then it was yeah. like, you came in there one day like, I got this vape pen. And Enough I don't think I, I've, I haven't that. seen you smoke a black and mild in years. Yes, it, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, I guess I'm, I'm phasing it out. I'm yeah. trying to, I guess it didn't, my, my whole thing is try to phase it all out, you know. Um, you go from, you know, the bad to the not so bad to You don't the think you smoke like more that. vape than you ever did black and miles? I, I definitely probably do. But but I don't think the vape is as strong as the black and mild either. Okay. I don't think it's nowhere near as strong as the black and miles we were smoking. We don't know because so, somebody uh, said like one 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 um little pod or something is worth like a couple of packs of cigarettes, but it's not like you smoke a pod a day. So I guess that's yeah. a that's yeah. a thing as well. I don't know. Yeah, there's people who smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. I know what two two three packs of cigarettes a day. So I mean. Potato, potato, man. But I guess my my end goal is to kind of be done with all that stuff, man. Okay, so I think I think if you see me with that uh, with that pen, you should just slap it out my hand from here on in. I don't need like I don't really have an addictive personality, but that thing that nicotine in a um in in, in a vape pen is addictive as shit because like y'all yeah, say, yeah, like man. the first thing you say, Roger, is that the smell. Like it don't yeah. like you. You're not like offensively blowing a big Joe in somebody's face. Yeah. And it don't go out though. It never goes out. Yeah. What, not- I'm gonna tell you the ones that I don't understand is when people got like the industrial one, like the you know what I'm saying, the one that's like you control the temperature and Lose. all that. Like it's not just a jewel. <laughs> it's the one where it's, it yeah. it sizzle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. one. And blowing it's sizzle blowing and big smoke. I got one of those. I got Bro, I can't. I'm gonna just put it to you like this. I don't know how you get started on that shit because I tried to hit that thing one time, and I'm done. Like I no way. I don't have. I don't want to have anything to do with this. Why would I want to get used to that? Yeah, I know a dude who who like do who was doing meth for a while, and that's what he used. That's his tool of choice. Like big, the one with all them gears on it. Like he could put that bitch in third the, the gear when he's smoking. It. <laughs> like you got. <laughs> yeah. I think Los got a clutch. Like I think yours is. Yeah, I got, I got a small. I got a little bitty one. Nah, he, he got, got a, a stick shift. He got a stick shift like for got this a, shit. He put it in four. Uh, 
like the juice in it. Like you, like you basically buy a little bottle of juice with a little tube, a little yeah, ant yeah. on the end, and you yeah. squeeze the juice. Yeah, yeah. But those, those mine, but that, those that actually, that actually has less. Uh, mine only has like, uh, I guess three, two or three milligrams of tobacco. A lot of times, people have those. It's just juice. There's no tobacco at all in those. A lot of those. Well, Los one, one, one I was at his house the other day, yours didn't want to start. So he went over there because here's like he got like a little, like on the side of it, he got like, he got a pull cord and he pulled it. It's like, <laughs> he, like got, <laughs> what a he, he actually like a chainsaw. He got to start that bitch from the side like a lawnmower. <laughs> Dude, that's stupid, man. And then it just be running. And I'm like, Los, can you turn off that vape? That thing's still running. He's like, oh, I left that thing still running. <laughs> it's like you got to hit that clutch. You got to put it on the turtle and then let it, like, pull it twice. Then put that thing on run. Then pull it again. <laughs> like boy say, boy say, put it on the turtle. That boy been out in the yard. Country boy been in the yard. She know. If you don't know about that, be, put it on the you turtle. Gotta, you got to be in the yard to know what that turtle is, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that boy's been in that yard before. Yeah, man, I, I didn't did, I didn't did, I didn't did work uh, once or twice <laughs> in my life, man. I didn't, I didn't have a, I didn't have <laughs> a little funny. time. Man. So five young Xavier alumni have come together to create the Black Coffee Company, man. Y'all visit theblackcoffeecompany.com to check out their art, apparel, and uh, definitely their coffee. With five unique blends of Colombian, Brazilian, Ethiopian, and Peruvian coffees, these brothers are giving you some of the best java from around the globe and some food for thought as well. These fellas aren't only distributing quality coffee. They preach the major tenets of entrepreneurship, financial freedom, and community empowerment. Uh, the whole movement is dope, but don't take my word for it. Visit theblackcoffeecompany.com to see what all the fuss is about. The Black Coffee Company, coffee for the culture. But anyway, man, look, the biggest <laughs> story that's in these streets today that we definitely need to address um, is my man, um, Botham, Botham Jean, and, um, and and the subsequent conviction and where we are right now with uh, Amber Geiger, the, the the police officer who murdered him in his own home. Um, before we get started, I want to play a quick clip from September of 2018, about a year ago, when we initially broke the news about the Botham Jean shooting on the podcast um, on the episode. I don't remember what, exactly what episode it was. It was September 2018. I'll think about that in a second. But we uh, we dropped this, and I just want you to hear what our thoughts were at the time, and just kind of reflect on that. It was ten o'clock, yeah. and the lights was off, yeah. meaning that man was probably asleep in his crib mm -hmm. at ten o'clock. I gotta go get over. up. I gotta go to work tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. And the last thing he knows is somebody shot him in the goddamn chest. For being Bro, if something out. like that happened, if something like that happened, let's say in a place close to me where I was, you know, it was like almost expected of me to go and uh, to go and protest. I'm not even protesting. Like, I feel like that that situation that you just read to me, that's enough. Like, that right there should be, like, that's murder. I don't want to hear nothing else. Like, what, how long is she going to jail for? That's all I want to know. Like, how long is she going to jail for? The crazy thing about to me about it is they were trying to find a way to, to make it sound good for her to get off. Like, this, like this really could have happened. Like, she could have worked that long and really went to the wrong door with a fluffy mat open somebody else's door. I know this house smelled different. I don't give a shit if it was an accident. I don't care if it was a, if everything happened exactly how she said. Going to jail for 20 years. She getting off of it. You need to go for 20. I but you know, I think they're going to, I think they're going to make it, I think they're going to make an example out of her. Because I think in this country, they need to. there's a paradigm. I mean, there, there's like a, um, there's a hierarchy. 
it starts with white men, mm. and then it's everybody else. Mm -hmm. And because she's a white, white woman, woman, like a lot of people think about the virtue of white women and mm -hmm. think, oh, white women are pristine and whatever. But white men will throw a white yeah. woman under the bus before yeah. they'll do it to one of their own. A lot, I, I think so. That, no, you're right about that. I think, they're gonna, I think they're going to make an example out of her. Mm -hmm. And she's going to get... Depending Dallas, on who she knows. If she knows the right people, though, she's good. But Dallas been in it Because Dallas is the ones who, a couple of weeks ago, Jordan... Oh, um, what you call it? Yeah, yeah uh, the little boy who got shot in the car. Yeah. Dallas police, mm -hmm. they, they found him guilty of murder. She's going to go to jail for murder. I mean, like, we was... You ain't wrong when you're right. Let's just put it like <laughs> yeah. that. You yeah. ain't wrong when you're right. We told you what was yeah. gonna happen. We told you she was gonna go to jail for murder, but Ding. I said I said I said twenty, but yeah. evidently, uh, evidently, which yeah, she got in the words. But we, in the words of Dre yeah. hype, Dre hype could tell y'all right now. So that trial ended. <clears throat> she was found guilty, and she was sentenced to ten years. Um. All lives matter. Restrictions may apply. All lives matter, but uh, restrictions may apply. I mean, that's all it is to it. Hmm. Ah, big fact. I mean, you know, we all know, like, let's be honest about murder, too. Like, a lot of murders, you get more time for drugs and stuff than you do most of the time murder, depending on how violent it was. Um, but then, too, she got 10, but she got she eligible for parole at five. Mm -hmm. So, essentially, she really going to do five years for killing that man dead. In his own in his house, crib. and he didn't do nothing. So, in the, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, she's going to jail. Well, how old is she? Is she how old is she? Like thirty something? I don't know, twenty something. She's doing five years. You basically. see all the racist texts that she sent? Oh, yeah, they had nothing but all yeah. kind of all kind of overt and borderline racist text about her. Oh, a bunch of black people there. I'm not going. Blah blah. blah. It's just a bunch of stuff. Like yeah. And you know what's crazy to me is I've never seen a judge hug somebody who's going to jail like that before. You see the judge came down and hugged her? Well, the judge and the brother gave uh, hugged him, man. And that's the that's point that I was making at the top of the podcast that that was the note I wrote. A recurring theme of black folk is trying to be extra understanding and forgiving man. even to the oppressors. I mean, they killed your fucking brother and you went on, and you over there hugging that bitch? Like, I, like, I don't want to be too crazy about it, but... I don't know, man. I don't care. Like, I don't, what, I don't, what, you, I don't, what you hugging her for, yeah. dog? Like, why maybe, you want to be know. so understanding? What What is there to be understanding about, dog? Yeah, I, I I don't know. Maybe he don't want to live with that hate in his heart or something. He want to forgive, you know, and he walk with Jesus in that light. Well, he, 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 you know, I ain't quite there. Uh, if he'd have walked up to what, her, if he'd have walked up to her stiff Hannah instead of hugging her, he would have got more time in jail than she got for killing his brother. Probably so. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, for me, um, I... I you know, I, that all that hugging for this lady walked in there and killed that man like that. Uh, the activist no Sean King said um, in a post earlier, he was like, "Nah, I just want you to think about this. If Botham would have went into her house and accidentally mm -hmm. shot her because he thought it was his crib while she was sitting Life. out in her pajamas eating ice cream, how Life. would you think he would have got ten years? Life. Like, let's just like if you think for a second that he would have got ten years." Mm -hmm. I mean, just 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 think about it, and if that's what you have number with one, your thoughts, yeah. Then I number 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 one with with the how the climate was about police and all that stuff at the time, especially at the time it was kind of high. 
with uh you know police and black people. He would they definitely wouldn't have, wouldn't have believed it was an accident. They were like, oh, he broke into his lady's house to go slaughter and slain a cop to get back. At, they'd have found some type of way to spin it like he's some type of killer. And he's trying to get back for the murders of innocent people, all that, the uh, uh, Black Lives Matter movement. They'd have tied him to that. You know, so I it, he definitely would have been doing a big, dumb, stupid bid. I don't know, Raj. What are your thoughts, man? You're kind of quiet on this one. <clears throat> Man, I just, I just really, I just, it's hard for me to really consider that, that like, she just went out to kill somebody that night. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I'm not saying that that's exactly, I'm not saying that she didn't, I'm not saying that she did. I'm just saying it's just hard for me to put it together that, like, I feel like, I mean, I'm looking at some of these pictures from the, from the, um, from inside the courtroom and like, it looked like everybody crying, a judge crying, everybody like just having a very emotional day. And I'm just like wondering what's really like, what's really going on? Like what, how did that situation really go down? I don't think that I would necessarily want to be hugging, you know, the person that killed my brother. If You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just think they got a whole lot of confusion around this. And I think that she going to jail and I think that that's just, um, and maybe she really didn't mean to kill that man. Like she killed that man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm torn. And I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like that she killed that man. I think she should go to jail and maybe 10 years is enough. But she's not gonna do she's ten. Gonna but the thing, five. the thing that I'm that that con- confuses me, not even confuses me, Raj. I think that you're making a, a point. I think that that's there is a point in there. I think that she might not have went out intending to kill nobody. It's possible. I mean, it's, it's highly possible. I think the point that most that a lot of people are stuck on is just that we live in America, and America is this is just how America is. That had the shoe been on the other foot. Mm-hmm. justice would not have been doled out the same way. And no. I think that's the issue that at hand more than most things. It isn't that she went to jail for 10 years. If that was the norm, like if we could honestly answer that other question and say, if he had done that to her, he would have got 10 years because, because we don't know. He probably didn't intend to go shoot nobody that day and everything else. And America treated us the way they treat them. It's different. Then I think then I think we would we would all be okay. But we're not in that type of country. We don't live that's not how that's not how it is out here, man. That's all. I mean I, I feel you know, I, I definitely I mean I, I feel I feel what you're saying. It's just hard it's hard for me it's hard for me to like look at it in a in a way it's hard for me to look at it like that. Like I don't I don't want her to get more years because a nigga would have got more years. Like I'm I'm saying like it's just hard for me to look at it like that. I, I would like it to be the other way around. Like, I would like it to be, damn, I wish niggas would get treatment like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I wish it would be. But I think that as far as justice goes, I think that that's justice. I just wish that other situations were dealt with in the same light. That's I guess that's... I'm looking at it from the opposite perspective, but the same way you're looking at it, I guess. If that's, if that's the way you want to put it. Yeah, I mean, I, I get I your just, point. It's hard for me. It's just really hard for wish, me to be like, damn, I wish that bitch go under the jail. Wish, you didn't wish everybody got treated like niggas. You wish that niggas got treated like everybody. Treated like everybody. Well said. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry sorry for using the N-word, mama. But I mean, like, like literally, that's 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 a it's it's a tough one, man, because it's the yeah. roller coaster of emotions. Because yesterday it was like OJ, it was like boys dancing in the streets, like ah, they got her, they found her guilty. We didn't think she was yeah. gonna find her guilty, and then today it's like ten years, mm-hmm. ten years. 
Victoria did about fifteen for 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 um rob for robbery. Like really, yeah. ten years for killing somebody is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, a lot of like countries it. is like that. Just not America, not for us. Yeah, we just, <laughs> America really don't put a big price on death unless you killing somebody unless you of a certain hue. <laughs> it, it's it's a different situation, but but I mean, like at 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 the end of the day, there's going to be another situation like this, and it's going to be another thing. And I guess all we could do is sit back and hope and pray that people are held accountable for their actions. I mean, at its core, we have to celebrate the fact that she was held accountable because mm-hmm. that's like that didn't have to happen. They could yeah. have not went to a grand jury. They could have not convicted her of anything. She is going to do a jail. This will affect her life. But yes. they got a lot of people who are going to like probably find money for her defense. She probably going to get married while she inside. Like a whole bunch of her life is still in front of her. She's going to pop back out and be straight. Um, she might, we, go to camp, we might put that camp Snoop, think- Snoopy. I think that she's gonna. I don't think that she's gonna be in like a rough jail. Like oh, I just, I don't know. For some reason, I just have a feeling that she's yeah. just gonna be in a pretty cool jail. Snooper, yeah. Where they might, they might rehabilitate her. They probably have some black people come talk to her so she could start to like black people more. And you know what I'm saying? Like I feel and, like it's she's gonna have a fun time in jail. Not fun, but a below average time in jail. How about Not like a terrible time? How about like this, Raj? She's gonna start working on her second career. As yes. a, a speaker who goes out and talks to about race relations, and she gets mm-hmm. to be the voice of how to um, fix the community of black and white people. She makes like, millions. For and she makes sure. way more money than she would have made. <laughs> For sure. She's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> yes. Dancing with uh, some famous nigga dancer. Yes. <laughs> Chris Brown. Yeah. I'm, she, I'm with you. She can't be on a mad singer because she'll probably shoot one of the other mad singers and be like, "Oh, I thought that, I thought that was my costume." I'm looking at it, I thought that was you. I thought that was a burglar in that costume. My bad. That's how it is, man. Amber Gaga, man. Listen, we 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 had a lot to um had a lot to be happy for in the last couple of days. So, like like I said, let's just be happy about the fact that she got convicted, man. And um, yeah. that's all. I mean, really, I really think all the reason she's going to jail because they didn't tell, you know, they weren't able to tell the story right to get the story together. They tried to fix it a few ways, but it was just too late and they had the video evidence of her going back and, you know, coming out of there and them like, hey, be quiet, you sit down. You know, it was some, some people telling the stuff, but they, they weren't able to tell the story, like to flip the story and tell it like they wanted to, like they have done in the past with a couple other, uh, little, uh, unarmed black men shooting the, you know, from the police. Um, they just weren't able to get the story together where they could get off, and did, I think she, it was like, like you said, they had sacrificed one of theirs, a woman, before they had sacrificed a man, and she just happened to, you know, hey, you got to go for this one now. We, we try to get you a little less time, but you got you going you going to do some jail time for this because we're not going to take the story single, in that kind of way. Every single crime, if you go to court with a lawyer, that lawyer is going to be on your side, like they're going to yeah. be trying to get off. So I think that that's a thing, but I also think that it's just like a commonality. Like, yeah, we're going to be trying to get you off. We're going to be trying to find a way to make this just so you don't have to go to jail. That's the point of hiring a lawyer. I don't yeah. want to go to jail. But what I'm so, saying, they couldn't, they couldn't spin the story right where the where resonate with the, you know, from the police officer. I don't think talking about the, the attorney. I think you're talking about just the, the powers that be. Everybody who's the prosecutor, yes. like, the attorneys, and like everybody's, like the district attorney's office and everybody could yeah, have like, not hey. indicted her. They could have spun a story in a way that she yeah, never even got like she, she going to do this. go to trial. I think yeah. that this we and I think I might even said this on that podcast. I this well I did because it was it, you just heard it. Um, <laughs> you heard it here um, first. 
this was the one like you like we even got to the point where enough is enough yeah. and you know what i'm saying like 10 years cool like I, I, the way I'm, I'm thinking about it a little bit differently now where it's like all right we got to work towards getting them 25 to life mm-hmm. you know like 10 years might is a good start you know what yeah. I'm saying? At least it's not two years. It's 10 years. So cool. And I get it. I'm not worried about the whole parole thing. If she go to jail, five years is a long time, bro. That's a long yeah. time to be in jail, let alone That's 10 seven years. IPhones. So if she get off in five years, I think I think she's straight. I don't think the woman crazy. You know, I don't think she just a menace to society. I, I don't think that. I don't know that. I don't know. I don't think that she is. So after five years, I think within the five years, inevitably something's going to happen. And I hope that that person is held accountable Based on this woman going to jail for 10 years, that this person should go to jail for longer. Like, we can't keep having this shit happen. Y'all saw yeah. what happened to Amagaga. We, we got to send you to jail. I thought, long you, I you, thought you just said that you would prefer if everybody only went to jail for 10 years. If we went back the I other thought, way. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, I'm that just saying. For nothing nice to say. God you know damn it. You can't say anything nice. Don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't. Say nothing at all. Nothing, nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. Ain't nothing nice. You hear me? Shit, alright. Stop the pod. Stop the pod. Google it. Ask Siri about it. Look it up. There was quite the stir um, over the weekend at White Station High School in Memphis, Tennessee. So it seems that um, this school kind of removed the traditional homecoming king and queen roles from school homecoming festivities. Side note. Shout out to whoever. One um, homecoming queen at New Iberia Senior High, my senior year. I'm sure they're super successful and still super extra popular. Probably got a lot of kids and peaked at 18, but I digress. And that's unfair because I have no clue who the hell won that. But at WSHS in Memphis, where a couple of folks who went to uh, college with me actually went to high school, they decided to have a homecoming royalty instead of kings and queens. So when they win... They could say um, the queen of White Station, and that's queen with a K, because I'm a king too. It's King's County. I'm going to show you what this king do. Queen of Brooklyn, nigga, let's get it. That's queen with a K, because I'm a king too. It's King's County. I'm going to show you what this queen do. Uh, more on that Young M.A. freestyle later. But I'm sure that Young M.A. would be really proud. An openly gay young black man named Brandon Allen accepted the title and hit the field to collect his tiara, green sash, and bouquet of flowers in an off-the-shoulder full-length dress. You better work, girl. So, they got his picture all over the web, and he looks mad shocked. He kind of looked like the all-state black dude, old Zeke McCall, with glasses and a little slutty dress. But as you knew it would, caused all kind of controversy. Some people are saying that the other girls should be mad and embarrassed. Other alumni said, White Station High? Y'all need y'all ass ripped for uh, allowing such fuckery. Young men do not wear dresses. Stop letting TV make a damn fool out of you. As a graduate of this school, I'm embarrassed by choice of character, and I will leave it at that. Homecoming king and queen? Really? Mm. On the other hand, I saw other alumni sitting there proud of their school and happy that the kid's mother was out there supporting him. A lot of folks have mentioned that the kids today are a lot more tolerant than we were, and they actually voted for him or her or whatever gender pronoun old boy want to use but i know you guys listen to this podcast to hear what we think about these type of things so i'll just say this i do have an issue with the fact that black men are always emasculated and put in dresses in hollywood and whatnot that's a real thing and i also wonder why it seems like we the only ones who out here flamboyant with that lifestyle and trend setting on that lbgtq click i mean by that i mean when i heard about the story before even seeing the picture 
I couldn't picture a cross-dressing little white boy winning homecoming queen. You know what I mean? It, it had to be a, a, a black, big black dude. There's so many factors, and I, I'll just say he would have been discouraged from doing that somewhere along the way, and that's just facts. But at my core, this is how I feel. That's that man's business if he want to be a little girl. He's not hurting anybody. And it's funny to me that they're using the Title IX as a justification to have him as being the queen. I mean, if y'all want Kari Lloyd to uh, be in the NFL, Danica Patrick driving NASCAR, Elizabeth Warren winning the presidency, albeit that's not the best example, then y'all should let Brandon win prom queen. Lil Nas X win best female rapper. Or transgender chicks put them gloves on and beat the brakes off women who were born women in the UFC. And I ain't got nothing nice to say about anybody who doesn't see those comparisons or spot on. So I won't say nothing at all. A whole dude prom queen. <laughs> and king. So now you, so now you got to have a, a girl king now. No, he's like the royalty. So he the king and the queen. Now you got to have a queen a, and the That's queen with a K because I'm a king dude. <laughs> so what if a, if a girl would have won, would she have been the homecoming royalty as well? Yeah, I guess so. Couldn't, but do you, queen. do you get my point that it couldn't have been a little white boy? No, I feel you. I, I get it. I think that I think that we way more out here with it. You know, like you know, what I'm, I, I, like I'm I'm talking about out here like that, like not yeah. giving a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like I think they got some very flamboyant white homosexuals out there. But I just don't think their man, parents would let them do it in high school. They'd be like somewhere along the line, they'd be like, "You're nah, not about to. Not, you're not, this white skin not. is I not about to get put out there." Yeah, them kids getting sex changed in high very, school, man. Very, uh, I mean, shout out, you know, shout out to that man, parents, for like, you know, like actually giving them courage to do that. Yeah. I guess if that's if that's the way I'm gonna go with it. But the way that um I feel is a little childish. But that man should have been playing football that night. That man is big. That's, huh? way, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like that man should have been on that field, on that line, using all that energy that he had. Hey, they already had a starting center. He ain't want to play another position. No, Why he ain't seeing no center. Why are you stupid? He said that's the only position. Oh, you crazy. <laughs> no, I, I think home. Which home one is the tight end? Which one is the tight end? <laughs> oh, y'all already got one. Ugh. <laughs> Go ahead. I know he's fast. I know he's fast. He got to be fast. All, all, all of them. Because they, he they had come up that age. Right, <laughs> he come off that edge, right? Like, Downhill. He could have done something, some big, some big things in, in uh, on the field. <laughs> he could have. Hey, he really could have been a fire backup. He'd have been okay, a fire backup. No, yo, let that man be homecoming royalty, royalty, royalty. Let that man be royalty, man. That man is homecoming royalty, man. I just think it's it's crazy. But you know, and another part of it is. I don't think all them kids at that school would have voted for the white gay boy on campus. Something about being black is cool. So he's black and he probably the the black he probably be walking around dressing, cross dressing, doing whatever at school and everybody know him and all the little girls know him and they the girls voted for him. That's what happened. Yes. It wasn't yes. like the dudes was voting for him. That was the girls mm-hmm. who was like who hated the other girls. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like number that one. man number going one. with royalty. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm that's what I'm wondering. Did he did he deserve that? Like, did he win for real, or did they just vote for him because that's? I don't what think that it was, was like carried though. I don't think it was like a prank. I think it was probably like they voted for that man because they like him. Okay, man, my, probably, you, know, it, you don't think that there was a little bit of prank in it? 
Yeah, I mean, some of the other, some of the, if guys voted for him, it was some prank fact. But I mean, I, you say voted for, I don't remember voting for homecoming king or queen or for whoever these people was in high school. I don't. I don't even remember don't. there being a homecoming king. I remember there being a homecoming queen. Oh, no, we had. Yeah, there's no such thing as homecoming queen. There's a prom king and queen, but there's no homecoming king. Yes, there was. So. There's, oh, there's a homecoming queen, though, right? Homecoming queen, yeah, you have homecoming court. Yeah. So, like, there's no homecoming male court. It's just the, the girls. Like, yeah. that's, you know what's crazy? That's not fire in itself. <laughs> Royalty. That's not fire. I just actually just, that's funny. I was about to say, I just got behind that man. Pause. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Shay. <laughs> Small town. So, look, I'm actually, I'm with it. Because I'm not with that homecoming court stuff yet. I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm thinking about it from just what happened. What's up with the girls? That's, I guess you pick all of the pretty popular girls yeah. to be in homecoming. And that's not cool to be that's putting them cool on a pedestal. Cause just because they're pretty. Like, they didn't. They don't, might not necessarily make good, great grades or anything. Like, they might have the same grades that we talked about earlier in the podcast. But yet, they're pretty enough to be on homecoming court. I'm not with it. I don't yeah, think that we should be I, celebrating. Yeah, that. nothing is live about nothing is live about popularity in high school life. Rod, you wasn't on homecoming court. <laughs> if I was what? You wasn't on homecoming court. How would I be on homecoming? I was court? looking I at a picture. Well, I was looking at a picture the other day, and I was like walking one of the girls on the homecoming court. But like, yeah, that's I was, the closest I, I ever that. got to stardom. Cutting. I never was. <laughs> I never made it. I never, I never made, made it, it either, but I didn't have the opportunity to because it wasn't yeah. it wasn't royalty. I, we couldn't do it. We couldn't do this. It wasn't royalty. Yeah. We couldn't do this stuff, even if I wanted to. We had them at our school, mm-hmm. but we they could they they I guess they weren't welcome. You know, like mm-hmm. or they wasn't gonna get no votes. They weren't nominated. They wasn't gonna let them boys. Like yeah. a certain. They wasn't gonna let them boys on the no no way on the court. No way. So I I mean cool. I'm I'm cool because like I said the, the 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 like you said to kind of put. Well, you said what I said together. Dude was probably popular at school, and hopefully he made good grades, and he don't he not that good looking. So I'm I'm cool. Is that Steve McDess' cool. son? Oh no, that ain't him. <laughs> kind of look. I saw a little special. He looked like he was he would have won royalty too. Um, but in there, I was Stupid. quoting a little. I don't know if y'all boys saw that um Young M.A. freestyle man. She said, "I, I got I'm a so question for you, Raj." Yeah, on uh, Funk Flex. It's yeah. been all over. It kind of went viral. I, I I got a couple questions. First question about it is like I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna read some of the lyrics that she um she was spit. She said she graduated from the streets. I don't know what Harvard is. No diploma. No degrees. Put on my chain. No degrees. Drop a bag at the dealer. Told him throw me throw him the keys. I had a long day, baby. On your knees. Put your face on it while I hold you weed. Graduated from the streets. I don't know what Harvard is. No diploma. No degrees. Put my chain on. No degrees. Dropped the bag at the dealer, told him throw them keys. I had a long day, baby, on your knees. Put your face on it while I hold your weave. And baby, when we done, can you roll it? Okay, Raj, this is my question. Could Young M.A. be in nasty female lyrics or is it nasty nigga lyrics? No, Young Young M.A. is a guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, like, I'm not saying that Young, like, so just like, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful or nothing like that. Yeah, yeah but it is. But I'm. I can't read that. I'm not reading them type of lyrics. I'm not reading. Because, she said, "I had a long day, baby, on your knees. Put your yeah, face on it, it while I hold your weave. While I hold your weave. 
put your face on it though. I don't have nothing that that's not what I want to happen. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. Like I'm not no. I I me and young MA looking for the same thing. <laughs> My point in reading NFL is to read shit that women say about getting come on their face. Like that's I'm so sorry for <laughs> All my 50 plus, but that's what I want to read. I, I want to know about those women. I Because I, it's ridiculous to me. <laughs> but you feel what Young M.A. is saying, so you're like, all right. But I, I'm, yeah, it's like, I'm cool. I can listen to Young M.A. Like, I might buy the album. I can listen to that. Yeah, I re- can relate Don't a waste little your bit. Time. You know? So Young M.A. could never win, like, top female rapper? I hope she does. I'm saying, man, like, should she be in top I mean, I'm I'm asking y'all from all of this. This is which is the same conversation. Or should she be rap royalty? Like, how does it? How does like that? And then later, a female. That's a female though. You can't. I ain't. You can't cross over to you. Don't so then, why y'all never now. say Young M A is like the best? Like with Cardi B, why y'all want to talk about? Because she not. Uh, Her album. She sell. don't make good songs. She just a Young M A only freestyle good. She don't. She made one hot song, a couple of hot songs. I think songs. I. I think I 100 agree with that. She just freestyle. She freestyle. Like if I was her, she should put out ten just fire tracks it's a lazy and freestyle alone. It's so lazy. Yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, on her songs and all, ain't all that good. She had what's on that pop. But her, I just think she, she got a very she she don't she don't cater she don't cater to like a very big demographic. But I think that she could if she if Young M A was a guy, I would be cool with bumping Young M A. But I'm not gonna be like man. Man, couldn't y'all heard that new? Y'all heard that new Gates? Yeah, y'all heard that new. Um, y'all heard that new that new the baby. That's the two but I've yeah, been listening y'all heard to. That new, <laughs> yeah, the baby. exactly. But y'all My heard name. that new that new Young M A. Like that don't that just hey. I'm that's Hold not up. Where if I'm Young M A was a dude, she'd be Bobby Smurda because it's the same song yes. they both blew up on. Couldn't exactly. Like, it's the same yeah. exact song. And but she, she stopped, wouldn't be in hey. jail. So that's the thing. Bobby Schmurder <laughs> might still be hot right now if he wasn't in jail. He can get Stephanie, out too. I call it Hefany. It's the same thing yeah, as what did Bobby Schmurder say? Oh, uh, Rich Carter, everybody, everybody, we go all that. That's the same song. Oh, yeah. It's the same damn yeah. song. <laughs> he probably would have sued him if he wasn't in jail. Anyway, that's, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Speaking of lyrics, man, we got to talk about it before we get out of here. Dame, good game, Dame Lillard. Good game, Dame Lillard. Good game, Dame Lillard versus Shaq, man. Um, they say it started on the Joe Budden podcast. Yeah. Um, Dame says he's the best ball player rapper ever, and then um, Shaq took a, took umbrage with that, and he made a song aptly titled "Damn Dollar This." It was just a freestyle over the uh, what explosive beat? No, what's the difference that Dr. Dre track? And yeah, then. Uh, Little little under twenty four hours later, Dave came back with "Rain Rain Go Away," um, his <laughs> response track, and um, yeah, man, did y'all know Dave hey. Dollar Dollar stood for different on levels, Lord allowed. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's, difference differences on what different on levels, Lord allowed. Like like the like the good Lord. Loud. Yeah, yeah. L A W D. Loud. Like he's Good. different on levels because the Lord allowed it. I mean, I don't yeah. like. I don't know what that means. I don't think it's live. Hey, he just trying to stay in the NBA. Uh, he didn't want them to get. <laughs> that's how. He, the, he, he, didn't, the he didn't want them to get a loan. Thing he can come up with. Yeah, he didn't want them to get a loan. Uh, oh, <laughs> I feel like 
Like Shaq, Shaq came out with some heat, but then let's let's break it down. Shaq sold way more the albums than that man. Shaq got some songs out here in these streets. Like Shaq just sold a million something uh, records rapping. Now with this freestyle, he had, he I had think a, he had the cosign though. Like it was the RZA did yeah. the beats, and he had a cosign. Like he was on a ra- a major label. Like Dame Dash okay. is almost like underground. Like he like, definitely underground. Like I if Dame was on like. I don't know, Interscope or something and like oh, on Rock Nation and they was like, and no, we're going to really put Drake. a project. We're going to really put it. Yeah, and we're really going to put a project together for him. Yeah, then Dan would sell. Dan would sell them kind of numbers. No, I don't think. I don't know because can he make a hot song? He can freestyle well. Can he make a song that's hot though? We'll just put Drake on this every is, Look, if he was on Cash let me, Money. <laughs> I, 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 really, I really don't. I really didn't enjoy the Dame Dollar Freestyle. It, okay, let me say. Oh, so I both it, of y'all are Team Shake. Okay, I'm listening. No, yeah, I like no definitely Team because I'm just like Dame, Dame, Damian Lillard was like kind of talking about money and stuff like that, and I'm just like, that's not. I don't. I'm not. I'm. I'm a Shaq guy. One, because I'm. That's my era. But like, I'm like, I'm a Shaq guy. You can't talk about money because like I really think that Shaq is worth more than you. Like, yeah. in, even in basketball, like I'd probably rather have Shaq and his era than have Dame Lillard in this era. Like I don't know, it's just a whole lot of stuff. I just think Dame Lillard should have should have really like talked about the whole like the Kazam and being a cop and just being just been funny. That's he, it. He don't like, try to Kazam, come at man. that man legacy and talk about like you wouldn't have won them rings without Shaq. You wouldn't have won them. I mean, without Kobe, Kobe. you wouldn't have won them rings without Dwayne Wade. Like get the get out of here. Dame he said, Lillard. "I'm I'm new school, got new hits. Space Jam, not yeah, blue chips." Not so and chip. I was like, "Blue hey. chips was way better than Space Jam." Yeah, I mean, blue chips was classic. He also said, um, he said, This is a different era. You the past, and you the past said yourself, I'm a Tesla, no longer need diesel, need diesel for that. Yeah, kind of like the Cavs ain't really need diesel ass. And even in Miami, won that on the strength of Flash. So I'm like. Yeah, he was trying to say something. He was stuff. spitting. He was trying to spit. No, his flow. But it just didn't. His flow. It just wasn't it. Was Young M.A. flow. It was, it was, he was flowing and the shit was hot. But, yes. eh, I hate Shaq's voice. He sound old. And it sound, I mean, he, he is, is old. old. But it just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm dead ass. It sound like I was listening to like KRS-One trying to battle like, uh, like, like J. Cole. And I'm being dead relax. ass when I say that. Like the type of you could get. I mean, tip in like Raj said, man, high taste, man. J Cole ain't like like it's a J Cole type flow is what I'm saying. It's a conscious, controlled flow. Damn Dillard, Mm -hmm. damn Dash. I mean, damn Dillard, damn Dash, damn Dollar, (laughs) damn Damn Dillard, damn damn good game, damn Dillard, Dillards. Um, nah, that man can rap. Go ahead, he can rap. Yeah, he can rap. I agree. Battle rap, nah, eh. Eh. Uh, Maybe he can battle rap, but he got a battle rap with somebody like somebody Bagley, like, <laughs> like he did before. <laughs> no, yeah, like something like that. Like somebody that ain't really did shit. Like Shaq did too much. Like Shaq got too much of a legacy for you. Should have went like Lozo Ball. Feelings. I feel like he wrote that track first. Like he was almost pushing T. Like I hear like trolling that man. <laughs> he had it set up already because he knew he knew Shaq was gonna come. I just like the fact that Shaq jumped straight in the booth. That's what I like. I like that more than anything. Shaq said, "Okay, cool." Let's go to the booth. And Shaq, well, Shaq like, is here all that foolishness. I kind of wanted Mon Shumper to come at him. You think Shaq <laughs> nah. got... Shaq nah, all right. He gonna, 
Nah, he gonna start singing this. Okay, top five, top five um, Hooper rappers. Mm. Now, I don't know that night. None of them really that good, so it Some don't matter. But go. I'm just not even Hooper. Let's just go all sports because I got about three that I could come up right on top of my head. Um, go. Go. What's his go. name? Go. Lance Stevenson. Go. Lance Stevenson could go. Go listen to that boy. Um, he, he got a, he got a couple of videos too. Um, oh, uh, tr- Le'Veon Bell is trash. <laughs> what about uh, buddy from Port Arthur? Uh, oh, Steven Jackson. Yeah, I heard. Steven Jackson could go. Stacks. Some stacks. That's what they call him, Stacks. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Um, Allen Iverson was cool back in the day. Jewel's, he, his his album wasn't trash. But them boys had like real production. Back yeah. in the boys was like on Kobe sold some records. He was terrible That's, though. He wasn't I mean, much. honestly, I'm I'm looking at the list right now. Professional athletes that were rappers, mm-hmm. and and the one person on here that I would actually listen to now here you go. outside of like Master P is Roy Jones Jr. Because I just that's oh, the only person that made a song. Entertainment, the only person that made a song I that's worth like I would drink and smoke. I get here. I drink. I smoke might be like the best rapper. I mean, athlete song of all time. I don't drink. I, it, I smoke. It's not. It's I'm not smoke. a hard put. Like I ain't got nothing to give to no anybody. <laughs> do for no. Which was that what? on No Limit or was it just with um like Mac 10, who man. was that? Was it Mac Ten? No, no, it was um, it was a. Uh... Oh shit! Now somebody listening to this podcast at home, like, no, you don't know it's Fiend. Yeah, it's I not Fiend. It's um, was it Fiend? Might have been. A skull duggery. It was one of them Cash Money people. Rod, you looking at it right now? Who was on? Yeah, the, I'm about to say, tell us. I drank. I smoked. Damn that man! It was fiend. It was fiend. Was it fiend? Yeah, right. Thought it was fiend. Cutting. Oh, skull dug. Mister Magic. No, what is Mister Magic? Magic. (laughs) (laughs) It has some no limit ties to it, man. There you go, man. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm willing. I'm here to hear all of these um, athlete rappers just kind of get into a battle roll and just start making diss tracks about each other because it could get real personal. And I would think yeah. that that would be very funny, especially I, if you I'm, drop you, after you drop forty on the nigga that you come out with this same, you go back and drop this on that same night. It's better than being 40. in the club. You get Lonzo and them hey. out there to do it, man. Yeah, I mean, it is a thing, man. Look, man, look, we appreciate y'all um, kicking it with us for the best of the best of the best friend weekend podcast. Um, we're gonna be right back at y'all next. Hey, soon. that uncle, sure. uncle, hey, go get that uncle. He got a new single dropping this month. Check him out. Oh, he here he go. He trying to push. He trying to push. Um, push the uncle to, to levels he's never been at, man. And look, um, make sure y'all catch. Um, we got we on Spotify now. So if you're not, if you're on that kind of venue as well, and that's where you want to listen instead of the traditional YouTube or the um, Apple Music or the Apple Podcast or the Google Play or the Stitcher. Um, we also on Spotify, finally. Um, I don't know what we was waiting for. We was dragging our feet, but we on there now. So all of that to say, man, look, enjoy your weekend. Make it a best friend weekend. And we out. I'm a cutie with a big booty. Big bag. I like big dicks, big ice. I got that good pussy make a nigga come fast. Then I let him use my face as a cum rag. I'm in Miami with Miami. We do jet skiing. And it's free JT till the jet leaving. If you bitch that's fresh, we the best breathing. 
jet leaving. I just flew into the next season. See my booty, 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 booty rock. Drop in a minute. Still got it on lock. All you capping ass niggas need to stop. Can't sail in this pussy with a boat. You need a yacht. And I don't know niggas' names, so I call them boo. And I don't save numbers till they send a meal or two. What's up there, little bitch? <laughs> Stay big mad. Your nigga give big bags. You could kiss my big ass. 